0: Where should your podcast home be? That is, where should your podcast live outside of the podcast directories, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and the rest? You get a free webpage with your third-party pod- podcast hosting provider, such as Captivate and Buzzsprout. But is that enough? Is that the best place for your podcast to live? That's what we're going to discuss today in this episode on the podcast website, versus podcast blog question. Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. Before we get started, I am thrilled to announce the visual rebranding of my podcast. If you've been following my show, you may notice the new cover art. Isn't it sweet? I love the new logo and the cute doodles in the background. The logo and cover art were designed by the folks at podbrand.io. I interviewed the owner, Justin Shank, in episode five on why it's essential to brand your podcast. Justin is also the host of Growth Now Movement, rated by Inc. Magazine as a top podcast every entrepreneur should listen to. I highly recommend his show. If you ever need new cover art or a podcast logo, go to podbrand.io, schedule a call with Justin, and tell him that Kelly Smith sent you. If you've seen my show on my website, you know that I create individual cover art for each episode. I can't tell you how tempted I am to go back and change it all with the new cover art, but it's just too much, so I'm going to leave the old stuff there. All right, On to today's question of whether to put your podcast on a separate podcast website or on a podcast blog on your website or on your business website. A big part of the question has to do with what link you're going to share when you share your podcast on social media, what link you're going to put in your Instagram in your bio page as well. I'll get into that topic in more detail in a later episode. For now, I'll say that you do not want to share a link to just one podcast directory. For example, if the one link you're sharing is to Spotify, I won't be able to listen to your show because I don't have the Spotify app. I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts and sometimes on Good Pods. So if you share a single app link, only those listeners will be able to listen you want to share a link that's usable by all listeners share a web share, sharing a website link is usable by all listeners there are other advantages to sharing a website link for your podcast when listeners or potential listeners go to your podcast website they can learn about you on an about page they can watch any videos you may have you may have on the website. They'll see all the links you've posted if you didn't pull, put all the links in the episode notes in the apps. We talk about that in episode 55, the show notes debate. Go check that out to learn why you might not want to put all the links in the episode notes in the apps. When your podcast is a marketing tool for your business, the biggest reason you want to share a link to your website is so that listeners can check out your services. One of the ways to monetize your show from the beginning is to use your podcast to get new clients. When listeners are listening to your show in a podcast app, they can go to your podcast website through the app. So you want them to be able to find your services on that website. So let's talk about what this means for where to host your podcast website. I'm going to give you four options. And the fourth option is what I'm going to recommend when your podcast is a marketing tool for your business. When the only place you host your podcast website is through your podcast hosting provider, such as Captivate or Buzzsprout, you are very limited in how much you can customize your page. You can't add a beautiful page of all of your services with sales pages for each one. That web page is just for your podcast. So that option really isn't ideal when your podcast is a marketing tool to grow your business. A second option for hosting your podcast website is PodPage. This is a website builder exclusively for podcasts. I'm going to be interviewing the founder of PodPage, Brendan Mulligan, in March. I've tested PodPage and it is magical. You give it your RSS feed, and it generates 16 designs in just seconds, and they are beautiful designs. All of your episodes are automatically brought in. Each one gets its own separate page with all the show notes. Then you can edit the individual pages to add more information, including video. Your pod page has built-in contact forms and the option for visitors to leave messages, including voice messages. They can also rate and review right there for Apple Podcasts. Now, you can't add sales pages for your services, but you can send people to your business website. So it's an extra step, not a deal breaker, but I really like to see your services listed right on the page when your podcast is a marketing tool for your business. The third option for hosting your podcast website is to create a standalone website using the website builder of your choice. You can use Squarespace, WordPress, Kajabi, Wix, or whatever you like. This way you're creating a regular website just for your podcast. Now, this will take a lot more work than PodPage, since you'll have to manually add links to the podcast apps, manually add a separate page for each episode, including adding the embed code for your audio player. But you get used to it, and you get unlimited customization doing it this way. Now, for your services, you would have a menu item in the main navigation bar for services that links directly to your business website services. Now, here's the massive downside of having a standalone podcast website using PodPage or using the web page that comes with your podcast hosting provider or building it in any website builder. When you do any of those options, your business website does not benefit from the SEO of your podcast. This is really significant. So imagine having a basic five page website, business website, home, about, contact, and let's say two services. So that's only five ways for Google to find your business site. Google does not like status, static websites that aren't updated frequently. So your site won't have a good chance of ranking high on Google because it's only five basic pages that you aren't updating. There's no informational content there. Honestly, there's nothing of value for visitors. All it is is promotion. It's self promoting. It's promoting your business, right? There's nothing for visitors to gain from visiting your website except to learn about you. And Google prefers websites, it prioritizes websites that have information that benefits users, visitors. Now, imagine having 50, 100 podcast episodes and growing in the future. Think about all of those extra pages boosting your SEO with valuable content that you're sharing, all of those keywords in the show notes. Now that's 55 or 105 or more pages for Google's to find when you add in your basic website pages. And you're adding a new post every week or however often you're adding new episodes. Google loves that frequent updating. And you're using awesome keywords that are totally relevant to your business and your services. Because when your podcast is a marketing tool for your business, the content of your podcast is related to your business. Wouldn't you want those keywords boosting your business website? I certainly do. So here's what I recommend doing. When your podcast is a marketing tool for your business, put your podcast on a blog on your business website. Don't put it on a separate web page with your podcast hosting provider. Don't use pod pe- Pod page as magical as it is, and don't make a standalone website for it. Put it on a blog on your business website. Leverage all that podcast SEO. For your business website. It's very simple to do, though it takes more work than pod page for each episode, but it's worth it since it means that your business website will be found more easily. This is simplest to do when you're just starting your podcast. If you've already got a bunch of episodes, it will take more time, but still worth doing. So what you're going to do, Is create a new blog on your website. So if you already have a regular blog, you're just going to create a new one. You're allowed to, you can have multiple blogs on your website. So create the new blog, edit the main blog page to include the following links to your show in the major podcast apps. Now, if you haven't launched your show yet, you can't add those yet. So you'll add those after your trailer goes live. You're going to put your podcast niche statement. So go back and listen to episode 20 for help with that. You're going to put an image of your cover, or your podcast cover art or an image of your podcast logo. You could put a video or audio trailer right there. After a while, after you have a bunch of episodes up, you can put your top three or four episodes, either the most popular ones or the ones that you just want people to listen to. Now you go into the blog settings. I I recommend having the navigation title being podcast. So this will this is what will show up in the main navigation bar. Okay. So when people land on your website on any page in the top navigation bar, what they'll see is podcast, not the name of your show. That'll be too long to have up there. You want your main navigation menu to just be one line in 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 the the menu. It should just be one line. It looks prettier that way. It does not look professional to have it accidentally go down onto two lines, okay? So if you put your whole podcast name there, it runs the risk of going into a second line. You don't want that. So just have it read podcast. Also, if it reads the whole name, people just may not know what that means. They clearly know what it means when it reads podcast. Now, the URL slug should also be podcast. It's very simple to do that. The page name can be the name of your podcast. Okay, so it's very simple to do all of that in the settings. So main navigation menu podcast. URL slug, easy to do a podcast. It can be the name of your podcast name. No problem. Page name, name of your podcast. Also in blog settings, you want the last part of the URL slug to be the title of the post. That is the title of the episode. So most blogs now automatically do that they automatically have the last part of the URL be the title of the blog post, in this case, the title of the episode. It used to be that they would generate a random string of letters and numbers, and that's terrible. For SEO, Google wants to see the name of the post in the URL. So the title of my episode 20, for example, would be AngelaKellysmith.com forward slash podcast forward slash 20. How do I pick a podcast niche? Easy. Okay. In reality, sorry to complicate this, but I've got two podcasts on my site. So this podcast slug actually isn't podcast. It's the podcast launchpad because my other show came first and it got the the slug podcast. So Again, it's not essential that the slug be podcast. It's just simpler. Now, since this, what you're, since what you're creating is a blog, you're going to create a separate post for each episode. So you're not creating a new page on your website for each episode. You're creating new post. This means that each episode will automatically appear on the main blog page. So again, if you already have a blog on your business website, you already understand how this works. So it's really easy. To create a post for each episode, you'll go into the blog, click on the plus sign in Squarespace or new post or whatever you do in your website. Add the title of the episode for the title of the post. Now you could put the episode number here to make it easier for visitors to find what they're looking for. Don't put the word episode. All right. Just put the number in there. So for me, for that episode, I just gave the example of I wrote 20. How do I pick a podcast niche? And that's it. In the body of the post, you'll put your full show notes with all relevant links. Now super important. If any of the links take people away from your website, be sure to have those links open in a new tab or new window. Any links that keep them on your website, so to a new, a different episode or to your services or something like that, don't have them open in a new window or new tab. I hate that. I mean, your preference, but I hate that. I don't want 10 tabs opening that keep me on the same website. But any links that go to someone else's website, make sure they open in a new tab or new window. You do not want people leaving your website. That is, you don't want your website to disappear from that window when people click on a new link. In the settings for this post, for that episode post, put a tiny description of the post. So this will show up on the main blog page. You can use that same description for the SEO in the settings of that post. Just make sure it's keyword rich because that's what will show up in search engine results. Now add your episode cover art in the post settings. This will show up on the main blog page in the list of posts or episodes. Add tags that are related to the episode. Add your categories, whatever you choose those to be. Add a social sharing image. This can be your cover art. You can go ahead and schedule the post for whatever day it's going to come out in the future, or for now, just save it as a draft. Do not publish it yet, because you don't have the audio in it yet. So don't publish. So you are setting up all of this before you add the episode to your podcast hosting provider. Why? Because they will need the link to the episode on your website since you're not using their webpage. Now, you may, but I choose not to. I don't want people finding my episodes on my Captivate or on a Captivate webpage because I want them to find my episodes either in the podcast apps like Apple, Apple Podcasts, or really, I want them to come to my website to find the episodes. So they would just be confused if they found some captivate webpage pop up. I don't want that to happen. So I said no to the captivate webpage option. Okay. So now you go to your podcast hosting provider, customize the settings for your audio player, make it look however you want it to look, how it will look on your website in each individual post. After you set up the episode in your podcast hosting provider, so now you're going to upload new episode, grab that embed code for the audio player just for that episode because you're going to put the audio player in each episode and you want it to display that episode. You don't want it like, for episode 20, I want it to display episode 20. I don't want it to display, what am I on, episode 64, and have people scroll back to episode 20. No. In episode 20, I want it to show episode 20. In episode 5, I want it to show episode 5. And in this one, episode 64, I want it to show episode 64. So take that embed code, go back to that episode post on your website, edit the post, put in the embed code. I put it at the very top of the post above the show notes. And you'll need a code block to do that because what you copied was code. Now, if you didn't already schedule the post, you'll need to do that now and schedule it to go live at the same time that the episode goes live with your podcast hosting provider. All right. At this point, you're done unless you're doing video. In that case, you want to upload the video to YouTube, grab that code and put that embed code I put it lower down in the body of the show notes in the episode post on your blog. All right. Now, when it's time to share a link to your latest episode, you'll share the link to the episode post on your blog. This way, visitors will be able to listen right there, or they can click on the audio player to get links to listen in podcast apps. And they'll be able to check out your website And your services. Super important. Your business website will benefit from all the SEO of your podcast. Another benefit of doing it this way is that you don't have to pay for a separate podcast website. You're already paying for your website host for your business website. So you're adding your podcast essentially for free. You don't have to pay extra to add this blog there. Now. If your podcast is a standalone podcast and not supporting your business, then you will need a standalone website for it. So then I highly recommend PodPage. And if you would rather have total control over every customization possible, then use the website builder of your choice and build a total standalone website. But if your show is a marketing tool for your business, highly recommend that you put it as a blog on your business website. You really, really want that SEO and you want to make it as easy as possible for listeners to check out your services. That is it for today. You can leave questions and comments on this episode's page on my website and be sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. See you next time on Podcast Launchpad. I'm not sure what